Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. I'm Fitz, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to the Fitness Show. So today, I have a bunch of really exciting, cool things to talk about, as usual, because I'm a very cool lady. But we're going to talk about your fitness, whether you're sticking with it, how to give yourself a cool kick in the can to move forward. But before I do that, I would like to give a special shout-out, big congrats to um, all of my hotties, all of my runner people who did the Chicago Marathon last week. The folks who were at Long Beach Marathon, we had such an amazing turnout, and I particularly got to love on the people at Long Beach because I work with Rudy Novotny as the we're the race announcing team. Um, but Chicago has a very um, special prominence in the world, and it meant so much to me that both Anna Hodling and Robert Schultz raced in their Hottie Body Fitness Challenge tank tops. I just loved it. And I'm always so proud to see all of you wearing your fitness gear, whether you're just walking around your neighborhood or you're running in a big race or doing a strength training workout at the gym. But to have my tank tops, my brand on these badass, train hard, work every day runners made me incredibly proud. So Anna and Robert... Thank you. Thank you. I'm you you really made me beam with pride. And then I had Brian Marks out there who was not wearing his hottie tank. I think he was in his Mickey Myler shirt, but I adore Brian. He's been with me forever. He's dropped 50 pounds. He's shaved 90 minutes off of his old marathon time with me. And um he's very independent with his training now. But I'm also very proud of Brian. And if I'm leaving anyone out, I'm trying to think who else ran Chicago. I don't know, but it was a big deal. We're going to talk about Long Beach soon. I'm going to bring Rudy on the show, if I can uh, pin him down on that. But yeah, Chicago, it was cool. So all of you out there in your fitness gear, I love it. Oh, and I now have hoodies coming. So I put on the fitness store, you know, we've always had tanks and t-shirts and things like that, but I now have hoodies for fall. I've got red, blue, royal blue, green, and hot pink. And it's a hashtag no excuses hoodie. So I would love to see you guys all bundled up in those as you go running outside or you go see movies because why not? <sighs> so we're going to start talking about fitness. So right now, um, yesterday, yesterday I'm, I go to the gym and I have three gyms to choose from underneath the same membership here in my hometown. It's one owner, three gyms, and I can go, I can bounce to either. And there's a women's gym. And it's convenient for me. So I, I tend to go there frequently, and there's always this woman on the row of treadmills in front of me. So I use the treadmill quite often or the elliptical while I'm there, but she is on the treadmill in the row in front of me many days a week, and it's awful. And it's not awful that she's there. I know she's trying, but what she does, she's about 30-something, pretty brown ponytail swinging side to side, very cute woman. But she gets on the treadmill, she puts the incline all the way up, which sounds like a good thing, right? And then she hangs on for dear life and leans back. So normally, if you're using the treadmill, you would 
and at an incline, you would look, you would be in the position of a person climbing up a, mat, a mountain. So imagine that. They're leaned forward, their knees are bent, they're lifting at the hips, right? No, she is straight body, neck to her heels, and she's just leaning straight back with her arms extended all the way because she's holding herself up. So I look at this, and I try to keep to myself at the gym. I don't want to be that person. I don't, I don't own the gym. I don't work at the gym, none of those things. And I try to not be nosy unless I see somebody doing something incredibly dangerous, especially something that will hurt their back or neck. Um, but I've been waiting, hoping the staff would jump in. But they're kind of minimum wage, minimum wage employees that are trained minimally, so they, maybe they don't even know what's going on. But it's been a long time of me watching this chick lean back on the treadmill. So I, I just snapped yesterday in a good way, at least I thought, in a polite way. So I walked up. I said, hi, do you mind if I bother you for a minute? And she pulls out her earbuds. And I referenced, uh, I said, my name is Fitz Kohler, and I'm a fitness expert. I have a master's degree in exercise and sports sciences. And I wanted to see if I could um, chat with you about something. I said, why do you have the incline so high? I really wanted to know her answer. And she says, well, because I want to burn a lot of calories. I said, okay. I said, do you mind if I give you some pointers? And she said, okay. I said, well, the way you're doing it right now, you're not burning half the calories the machine says you are. And she looks at me funny. I said, what I want you to do is kind of lean forward like you were climbing a mountain and let go. And so she tries, she goes, I can't, it's too fast. And I said, well, that's the thing. It's just too fast for you. And um, you're not actually keeping up with the pace. You're being dragged. This is why your hands are extended. I said, if you want to use the machine properly and burn a lot of calories, lower the speed or the incline. Your body should be tilted forward. Your knee should be coming up high. That's, that's how this works. That's how you get the benefit of it. I said, also, while you're doing this, with the straight legs, you're getting no benefit to your glutes or your quads. All the things climbing a mountain would benefit. Oh, well, I'm not trying to target my glutes or anything like that. I'm just trying to burn calories. I said, well, still on that same philosophy, whatever the machine says, which trust me, guys, the machines are almost always wrong no matter what. So don't ever trust the calorie count on the machine. But I said, you're, it's just at best, you're burning 50% of what it tells you are maybe, maybe less. So she goes, Oh, and I said, so listen, do what you want with the information. I'm not here to bully you into doing something, but you know, take the information and, and I hope you use it wisely. She goes, okay. And I got behind her and what did she do? She kept, uh, going as she was just immune to advice and maybe stubborn, maybe embarrassed. I don't know what it was, but it was painful. It was painful. You know, I just think, Ugh, stupid. And and here's the stupid part is she really wants to work hard. She's sweating. She's there to 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 get some work done, which I completely admire. However, the risk to her back, to her fl hip flexors, the risk to her body because she's has this very improper form while using the machine could put her out of commission for a while. And I told her that too. So, anyways, if you were on the treadmill. It's one thing to hold on for balance. In fact, when I'm on the treadmill, I do a lot of reading or I watch Netflix, whatever. So I'll keep a hand on the machine just for balance or just, yeah, just so I don't fly off the machine. It keeps me a little bit level and focused. But doing it any other way is really, you know, bad form and, and 
you know, think about that. And if you're so lucky as to have some highly credentialed expert come over and give you advice, listen, listen. Again, look for the highly credentialed person because there's a lot of people who technically know nothing giving out a lot of advice at the gym. Uh, but this was a situation where I thought, dang it, I'm going to have to say something. I was disappointed that she didn't utilize the advice. Maybe she will in the future. Um, but I wanted to pass that along. If you're on the treadmill, don't lean back. Don't hold on for dear life. You can use the arms for balance uh, if you're worried about that. But yeah, you shouldn't be dragging on the machine. So eh, what do you think about that? I wasn't very impressed with the whole situation. Um, and again, I tried to keep my opinions to myself. But on occasion, I speak up because I, I truly care about the people around me. And speaking of, I truly care about you guys. And it's time for the talk. And you know which talk I'm talking about. And I'm looking at you and I got that stupid smirky mouth going on right now. The holidays are coming up. And y'all have been busting your butt for a long time. What I expect for you not to do is let it all go. Halloween's up next. I'm recording this. It is mid-October. We are staring down the barrel of a fully loaded, semi-automatic holiday full of candy. What are you going to do about it? You're going to be tough. You're going to keep working out. You're not a little kid. I don't think I have any seven-year-olds uh, listening to my podcast. I mean, maybe if you're in the back of the car, hi, kids. But for the rest of you, get a grip. It's Halloween. There are things that you can do to not uh, ingest thousands of extra calories because of the spooky holiday, which is one of my very favorite holidays. So I, I need your commitment. I need you to just decide, screw it all, holidays be darned. I am going to stick with my workouts. I'm not going to make any lame excuses. I'm going to put time aside to get the kids a costume. I'm going to get myself a costume, whatever it may be. But I am not going to buy a big bag of chocolate two weeks before, before Halloween. You know why? Because you're going to eat it if you leave it in the house. I have a first-class policy on Halloween candy, which means I buy nothing until the actual day of Halloween. So nothing edible junkie comes in my house until October 31st. And that helps me because I am very weak to chocolate. Chocolate calls my name and all of a sudden I start leaning over. I start, oh, I'll just open up the bag and I'll just take one. And then all of a sudden the bag's gone. So we're not doing that. This is not who I am anymore and this is not who you are. So wait, if you insist on buying candy candy for Halloween, then fine, do it. Uh, but don't buy it until you're on your way home from work on that spooky day, and then you're immediately going to put it in the bowl to pass out to the kitties. Now, here's the other thing. I, oh, you know, it's so funny. I saw yesterday, someone sent me, Rebecca Malden sent me a meme. It was so funny. It was these little bags of dull snack-sized salads, <laughs> like little plastic bags of salads, and clearly that's the quickest way to get your house egged on Halloween, but... Oh, I thought it was so funny. I would actually like that if somebody gave me little snack-sized bags of salad to take with me, but it was hysterical. Super funny. It's on my Instagram page, so if you want to go see it, go to Fitness on Instagram. Um, but anyway, so don't buy the kids the salads. But what I do get is, um, you know, all the other neighbors are going to give out candy, right? Everybody's going to do it. And so, sure, you can buy some Butterfingers if you want. 
Um, but I buy Play-Doh. I, they always have Halloween strips of, uh, the little tiny Play-Dohs. And buy, so I buy a bag of those and they maybe 20 Play-Dohs per bag. And, you know, I buy a few bags and voila, I've given them something fun. And so, you know, do I feel like I'm depriving them? No. Most of the kids go home with more candy than they could wish for, and then they're selling the stuff back to the dentist the next day, or mom and dad are stealing it and taking it to work. So all the kids are going to get candy. So you could give them something else. You could give them the cute little bags of pretzels or, I don't know, goldfish, Halloween goldfish. Not, not that that's health food, but um, you could make other options for the kids. You could get them toys. You could give them dollar bills. In fact, some of my favorite houses in my neighborhood when I take my trick, my, my kids trick-or-treating is um, one of them gives out water bottles, which sounds super lame, but an hour and a half into trick-or-treating, that water bottle is a gift to everyone in the family. And um, they also give out baked chips. So you could get a bag of baked Lays and a water, which is genius. So think outside the box. Um, it's not only good for the kids, but it's good for you. You'll feel good about giving it to them, and then you won't have that temptation in your house. And then the other thing that I like to do if I do buy candy is to get stuff I don't like. And so, for example, I could leave Almond Joy sitting around my house every day of the year and never touch it. Or, um, I don't know, what don't I like? I don't like black licorice. So those are things that wouldn't entice me. I encourage you, if you're going to go the candy route, get the things that you don't like and then get them late so <laughs> nobody in your house is enticed. And then if you do have trick-or-treaters or you host a party, make sure you give that crap away. At the end of the night, you dump your bucket into the last trick-or-treater's bag, say sayonara candy and temptation, and then you're done with it. Or you drop it off at the fire department or the police department and um, they find something nice to do with it. I know a lot of police officers who do when they interact with children, they, they keep candy or presents, things like that in their cars so they can alleviate a scary situation. So you got choices. That's the moral of the story. And you are going to go hardcore on your workout. So if you do my Hotty Body Fitness Challenge every single darn day of the month, I'm giving you a prescribed workout. I'm telling you, go out, walk and run 3.1 miles, do 50 Russian twists, do 20 angry ups, do you know 20 interesting push-ups, whatever it is, I'm giving it to you. So you don't have to think about it. Just follow along with the plan. Stop being lame, stop making excuses, stick with a program, and I will get you to your point B. And one of my great goals for all of you is to get to the new year fitter, not fatter. It's October. This is what we're dealing with right now. We have November, we got no December, we have half of October, and you're going to have to fight for this. And wouldn't it be amazing to get to January 1st looking and feeling better than you were now? You know, there is no public policy that states you need to gain weight over the holidays. You know, Thanksgiving, it's one dang day. One day, that's it. That's Thanksgiving. All the days of November, you don't have to change a thing about your healthy habits. You can get healthier, but you should not get unhealthier. And then the, the Christmas holidays, Hanukkah, it's really Christmas is one day. And it's one eve, right? So you can even stock your Christmas day with something healthy. You could make um, 
turkey, which is nice, and you can have a salad, and you can have some mashed potatoes because I will have some mashed potatoes, and potatoes are actually good for you, full of potassium. Just don't drown them in butter. Um, yeah, I mean, you can make really good choices. Don't turn into an alcoholic for the holidays. Classless? Sure. Likely to get you fired at the party? Absolutely. So you don't need to be an alcoholic for the holidays. That is a proven fact. If you want to have a cocktail once in a while, great. But Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, none of it requires you to be a drunk. And when you drink, you eat way too much. This is part of the deal. You have, oh, it's just a couple of wine. <laughs> I love people who defend their wine. If you, if you put a side-by-side, -side, a snack-sized bag of Cheetos has the same amount of calories as a glass of wine. So every time you defend your wine, all I'm thinking about is you eating Cheetos. So I, I don't know, the wine thing, if it fits into your caloric budget, that's fine. But be weary because if you have the wine, you're more likely to go over your budget, be a little loosey-goosey with your calories, have an extra piece of cake, have some extra french fries off your date's plate, whatever it is, and then you're less likely to work out the next day or hit it hard when you work out. And so alcohol just isn't going to be a positive influence in your life. I don't need you to be cold turkey if you don't want to be. You're a grown-up, but make good decisions because, again, isn't it cool to get to January 1st, fitter, not fatter, where everybody around you is gradually increasing in size and squeezing out of the dress or the pants they wanted to wear for the holiday? You will be shrinking out of yours. And on that note, one of the things I wanted to mention is um, one of my hotties, Stacy Nyman, just posted a non-scale victory. She said she went shopping and none of her clothes were in the none of the things she purchased were in the plus sized um, category anymore. She bought quote unquote regular size clothes, and she even bought something from the junior section. And where she used to shop in a way that just was desperately trying to find anything that was remotely flattering. Now she actually sought out fun clothes that she felt really good in. So I'm super proud of Stacy, who has posts some of the most beautiful sweaty selfies ever, rosy cheeks, and I love. There's Paul Fox, who's lost an extraordinary amount of weight. He, he was a big guy as early as early summer, late spring, and now he's crazy fit guy, and he wears the muscle shirts, and his chest and his shoulders look like muscle man, so I love that. Timothy Powell, who is down 160 pounds, I believe. Now, mind you, I have, a, I have a lot of people and a lot of numbers in my head, so I'm sorry if I'm screwing any of this up. But Timothy, 160 pounds down, just posted a picture of himself in a tuxedo, and he, he could go out for the next James Bond movie. I love it. He posted a side-by-side. -side. So he's a musician. He used to be a band director, and now he's moved into a career where he's an instrument repairman, and I guess he's still performing in a band where he lives in his new home in Michigan, but he put a side-by-side -side of him in an old, in a jacket. I don't think the other one's a tuxedo, it's a suit, but he was a big, big guy, and now, literally, throw him in the casino James Bond movie, he's there, he's felt and hunky and Bald, it's amazing. I told him, I said, Timothy, go out in that tuxedo and pick up the ladies because they will not be able to resist you. So hopefully, I said, also get a puppy because girls like puppies and tuxedos and fit guys. So I think he's, um, if he goes out, 
with the puppy and the tux. I think he's going to get lots and lots of phone numbers. And I've got Katie Mathis, who just got out of her boot. She had ankle, she broke her ankle, I think, and had surgery. Seemed like quite the nightmare, but she's up and at them. She's finally allowed to do stand-up exercises. She did 20 minutes on the elliptical, a heck of a lot of strength training. Um, oh, and then Kimberly Johnson, always posting constant workout photos. She's so consistent. Lori Weiner's consistent. Kelly Campbell's consistent. Oh, we have such winners in my group. So I just, I like to be able to gush about you all. And um, I don't want to forget anybody. And trust me, I'm not forgetting you, but I can't mention everybody all the time. But, but there's a lot of fun, exciting stuff going on. So here's where I'm going to go for today. And this is going to be a super short podcast. But I am ready to teach you about the Wonder Body Challenge. You heard it, the Wonder Body Challenge. And I'm going to preface this by telling you that I almost made it the Chopped Meat Challenge. And I really wanted to do the Chopped Meat Challenge, but it could be super gross. And I don't want people thinking my suggestions are super gross. So we're going to do the Wonder Body Challenge. So this week, I guided someone who had lost a chunk of weight to go to the grocery store in the meat department and gather the equal amount of chopped meat to the amount of weight she lost because that's a really good visual. When you get to actually see what it looks like, the amount of weight you've actually removed from your body, it's a pretty powerful thing. And I think chopped meat is a really great example because it's got a similar uh, lean muscle mass to fat ratio that humans do because it's meat, right? It's meat and it's not super lean meat. It's a fatty meat. However, what I'm going to tell you to do, I don't think you should do with all the meat because <laughs> you get super mad at me. So we're going to do the Wonder Body Challenge, and we're referring to Wonder Bread. So approximately five pounds of chopped meat looks to be about the same size as a loaf of Wonder Bread. And you could really use any kind of bread for this. However, what I want you to do is go to your grocery store or even a drugstore, I guess, because they sell bread. But gather the loaves of bread and each loaf equaling five pounds, equivalent to the amount of weight you've lost. And then what I want you to do is I want you to shove those loaves in your shirt and in your pants. Yes, put them in your pants. And then I want you to take a picture. Hell, take a video of the entire process. Bring a, um, a cohort, a partner in crime, we're going to call them, because you'd be shoving bread loaves in your pants. But if you've lost 50 pounds, that means you should have 10 loaves of bread filling up your shirt, filling up your pants, and then you can see, holy hell, look what I've accomplished. So I think I'm going to go do it too. I'm down 45 pounds for my biggest, and so I'm going to bring someone, probably one of my kids, and boy, will I disturb them, but they're silly, so they'll get along with it. But it's the Wonder Body Challenge. Hashtag Wonder Body Challenge. I need you all to get to a place that sells bread. Shove all the loaves of bread in five-pound increments into your clothing to demonstrate how much weight you've lost. Take a picture upload it to social media, Get put it on my fitness page on Facebook, upload it to the Hottie Body Fitness Challenge. I want it on Instagram. And I want you to tell everybody that this is the Fitness Wonder Body Challenge. And you know what? Your new body is wonderful. And it's a wonder you ever allowed all that weight to be on you to begin with. But now it's going to be even more wonderful when you can take the bags of bread out of your clothes and get back to your new healthy body the way it should be. So I'm really excited about that. You're welcome for me not keeping it as the chopped meat challenge. Boy, have I agonized over this. However, chopped meat 
sometimes it's wrapped up loosely and it could drain and I just figured it would be gross that way. But the bread, not so gross. And if the grocery manager comes to yell at you, just get all the bread out and run for your life, okay? Just run out of the grocery store and um, you may want to wear a fake mustache while you're there. Thank you all for listening. Probably the shortest podcast I've ever, ever recorded. I've got some good ones coming at you very, very soon. But uh, just wanted to stay in touch, keep you on the move. If you've been slacking, it's time to pick it up. Holidays are coming. Oh, and before I go, Ken Alegre and Michael Jones, they are taking on the Marine Corps Marathon, and they are going to crush it. Ken, thumbs up. He's been training like a beast. He's included strength training every darn day, and I think it's going to make a huge difference for him when he crosses the finish line in Washington, D.C. I'm so excited for him. And then Michael Jones, who's lost... Well over 70 pounds. He's a completely different man. And here's the deal. He almost failed on running the Marine Corps Marathon because he got a spider bite. Now, mind you, it was a super bad spider bite. But he reached out and said, well, I can't do the marathon now. And I said, wait, I think this decision's a bit premature. Let's wait it out and see where you're going. And um, he's ready. He is super duper ready. And I think both men absolutely adore the United States Marine Corps and respect everything that's going on that day. So it will be an honor and a privilege for them to run along the streets of Washington, D.C., past all the amazing monuments surrounded by Marines. And um, I am going to be one very enthusiastic supporter here in Florida looking for results and finish line photos. So having said that, teams, if you haven't already done so, follow me at Fitness on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, visit fitness.com. Help me get more kids moving in the mornings with my B4 school running program, The Morning Mile. Visit morningmile.com. And last but not least, get to work. Bye, everybody. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to gift the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children the chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.